Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> good morning. Welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world Welcome to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and it is Friday, July the 17th, 2015. At least it is in this 10 seconds. <laughs> so whether you are joining us live now or in the future, welcome and thank you for participating and contributing to this show and this conversation. Today we are talking about something very interesting. Um, and as I said, my name is Keisha Clark. I am your host. And if you so desire for approximately the next hour or so, your Living Well Empowerment Agent. Um, and if you have not already joined us in the chat room, we would love to have you playing live with us virtually. Uh, you just come on to the homepage of a2zen.fm and you will see a red bar near the top of your screen with some words on it and one of those words will be chat room. You click on that, give yourself a name, log in and join us in the chat room. You can submit your questions and you can also be privy to some very interesting uh, tangent conversations that usually take place <laughs> which can be lots of fun. Sometimes they have something to do with the topic being discussed, and sometimes uh, it has nothing to do with the topic being discussed, but in a weird way it actually kind of does. So it's always fascinating to see what shows up. And if you have a question or you'd like to join us live via phone, you can call us in the U.S. at 815-800-8255. In Canada, you can dial us at 613 800 8736, and you can call us in the UK at 033-0001-0625. You can also Skype us at aduzen.fm. That's A, the number two, Z-E-N dot F-M. So, welcome again. Thank you again. And this is a very interesting topic that has come up for discussion today. We are talking about who is paying for this. <laughs> question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> and when this particular topic came through or came into, you know, started to wave at me, um, the first time I heard the question, I was like, wow, yeah, a lot of people ask that. It was just sort of like, huh, that's a very interesting question. Then when it came up as it wanted to be a topic for discussion for the show, it was a little bit bizarre. There was just this really interesting kind of energy that showed up. And I was like, well, where are we going to go with this conversation? And so really, truly, we can go anywhere. Um, and where it kind of started was that whole sense of what is this going to cost and who's going to pay for it? And another question that typically comes up is how are we going to pay for it? Um, and so these are really common questions that a lot of us, I, I get a sense, we have asked that at some point in our life, if not many points in our life. And a lot of us can really go there very quickly, <laughs> at least I know I have at certain times. So what are we actually creating when we're asking those questions? It's like where, what is the energy that we are functioning from when we're asking those questions? And as I said, there are 
tons of directions we could be going with the conversation, and I'm sure we will. We may go all over the map today. <laughs> Won't be a surprise at all. Um, so, does someone always have to pay, quote unquote, or is there something else possible? And what do we know is another question that I like to start with. What do we know? Um, so. All of our beautiful peeps in the chat room, if there are some things that come up for you with that question, I would love for you to uh, just type in a couple of words if you would like. Um, what comes up with that question? Who is paying for this? Uh, wow, it's just so enormous, really. There's like a lot of energy, a lot of charge around that topic. Um, so everything that that's bringing up for everyone, <laughs> all of us who are willing in this moment to uh, destroy and uncreate all of that, would you please do so? And wow, yeah, we're just going to ask that all of these energies um, whew, dissipate, fall away, and everywhere we're holding on to points of view, even that we maybe aren't cognitively aware of in this moment. Whew, could we just be willing to let go of all of it, to, to demand of ourselves that wherever we are holding on to anything, whether we're conscious of it or not, that we are now willing and choosing to change that. Yeah. So everybody, if you would, just take a second or two and let's just expand. Let's allow our energy to expand beyond the borders of our skin, beyond the borders of our house, our office building, our car. Yeah, beyond the borders of our state or our province, beyond the borders of our country, our region, beyond the borders of our continents. And what if we could even expand beyond the size of the planet in all directions? Yeah. We had a lovely conversation last week with Erica Glessing about contribution from entities and if we wanted to be willing to receive it and the different ways that it could show up. And if you would like to hear that show, it is available in the archives. If you go to my page on A to Zen, you can click on archives and you can opt to hear the replay of that conversation. And I bring that up now merely to tap into that question of what are we willing to receive now? What awareness are we willing to receive in this place, in this expanded expandedness <laughs> that we are being right now? And what is available to us to cognitively tap into? And are we willing to do this conversation with as little to no point of view as we possibly can? Yeah. Wow. We are we we apparently know quite a bit about this. <laughs> we apparently have quite a bit of awareness. The energy is really interesting on this. So so let's kind of dive in. One of the first things that comes up for me <clears throat> when I hear the word cost, C O S T, um is there's almost this immediate energy of separation. Like I'm separating myself from whatever it is that I may be desiring <clears throat> or that I may be 
trying to avoid? And that was an interesting question that came up uh, when I was putting the graphic together for this week for the event page is what cost are you trying to avoid at all costs? I'm going to ask that one more time. <laughs> what cost are you trying to avoid at all costs? Yeah, wow. Everything that's bringing up, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it? Yeah, and I'm going to use a little something called the Access Clearing Statement. Um, you can find out more about it at theclearingstatement.com. And it is right and wrong, good and bad, pocket and pot, all nine, shorts, boys and beyonds. doesn't really matter what it means. If you don't have to get stuck with what it means or trying to figure it out, just let it clear and move the energy, if you would, please. Yeah. Yeah, so what cost are you trying to avoid at all costs? Wow. <laughs> Some of the, the things that come up, too, is um, polarity. Um, we can be talking about a cost of a, a, a piece of fine china. We can be talking about a cost of an antique. We can be cost, talking about a cost of a service, uh, utility bills. Um, we can also be talking about a cost of auto collision or <clears throat> personal injury or um, providing care. And I'm fascinated with the way we assign exchange unit and value to everything we are in, in this reality that we have created, <laughs> that we call our real world or our world. And what's interesting to me is that a lot of people refer to cost and price <clears throat> and value when we are talking about the quote-unquote real world. So many people have attached a very interesting definition and significance to cost and to value. And what I noticed is that in so many cases, this is really skewed. <laughs> it's a really skewed logic. In other words, it's really not based on anything that is like what is true for us. It's really not based on our awareness. It's very seldom based on our knowing. It's it seldom has anything to do with what we might be perceiving or knowing or having an awareness of. It's more often to do with a judgment, a conclusion, some kind of point of view of either or and something that you have to get. And usually, for a lot of us, it also entails getting it for the lowest cost possible. Wow, isn't that interesting? What cost are you trying to avoid at all costs? Yeah. So another word that comes up is welfare. And in, in the United States, that is sort of a a version of social care. Welfare, Medicare, um, it's government-funded provision for people who are um, at or below what we call the, the poverty line is the words we use in the, in the states. Uh, I think each country kind of has their version of that. And just what is that, the poverty line? Isn't that interesting? What energy we're bringing up when we're talking about the poverty line? Oh, my goodness. So if there's a line drawn in the sand, how many times do we put that challenge out? Are you willing to cross it? Holy moly. So how many of us are unwilling to cross the line of poverty, 
in our lives, in our history, in our world? And how many of us have decided that poverty is the only thing that's real and true? Ouch. Everything that brings up, (laughs) would you be willing to destroy and uncreate it? If we could please just expand back out, let's take a breath. (laughs) So here's something that's really curious for me. What is it that we refer back to again and again to reinforce the point of view of poverty? Yeah, what cost are you trying to avoid at all costs? So there's also an energy sometimes around this topic that has to do with betrayal or being wronged and that someone is owed, that there is something that will have to be paid. Who is paying for this? And oftentimes in the States, um, that conversation takes place around insurance cases or lawsuits. Who is paying for this? Someone was wronged, someone was injured, someone was killed, um, someone's retirement was embezzled uh, or stolen. Um, And we often hear that question, who is paying for this? And many, many lawsuits are based on who are we going to get to pay for this? So there is a lot of lawsuit energy around this question as well. So... Who is paying for this? And what do we really know about the energy that's underneath this question? Is this question about defense? Is it about revenge? Is it about desire? Is it about creating greater? Is it about refusing? Does it have anything to do with receiving? (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Or is it about a lie? Maybe that is a part of this question. So I wonder, is that something we know that we have not acknowledged that we know? Is it something that we're capable of knowing that we've not acknowledged that we're capable of knowing? And is it something that we're capable of choosing very different than what has been exampled to us and in many cases taught to us that we're not quite yet willing to acknowledge that we can choose different. So those are some questions I invite you to sit with the energy of. We're going to take a little break, and if you would just continue to breathe and be Expanding and just allow this energy to move and know that none of it has to be yours. And everywhere you're trying to make it yours, would you be willing to change that? And just see this in the, from the space of your awareness and your knowing. And let's see what starts to show itself now. And what could we possibly begin to change with all of this? You are listening to Living Well on atuesden.fm. I am Keisha Clark. We are having a very interesting conversation about who is paying for this. And we will be right back after these messages. (laughs) Thank you. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? 
And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at A2Zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back. To Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark, and today we are talking about the question, who is paying for this? And we've been also playing with the question, what cost are you? And we were getting into some very interesting energies uh, before the break. Um, and I'm so, so, so grateful to everyone contributing to this conversation and the, the beautiful peeps in the chat room. Um, I don't know if anyone else was perceiving this or sensing this, that during the break, we were, we were, I was inviting people to just stay in that expanded energy and keep expanding and keep breathing. And I noticed that some of this has dissipated. Some of the charge seems to be not quite as intense as it was. So thank you, thank you, thank you for everyone who is choosing and willing to uh, be changing this. And and what do we know? I'm going to come back to that question. What do we know, each of us? What is our knowing around this energy that we call cost and payment? And uh, another word that came up um, over the break is fairness. It has to be fair. And I'm always fascinated by that. <laughs> Exactly. We have a beautiful uh, comment in the chat room. I wonder what would be created if we didn't have a quote-unquote need to find 
someone to pay for anything and justice, a need for justice. Yes, Lily knows a thing or two about that. Thank you, my love. And so, yeah, where does all of this come from? And not to make it significant, um, and at the same time, I would like to explore it um, because on radio, we're talking, we're having conversation. <laughs> so if we're just doing the meditative thing and, and sort of having a clearing hour, um, it doesn't make for quite the same degree of conversation, which is actually more the point of this particular show, this particular episode. So, so, so what is it that gives rise to this notion of cost? And Eleanor posted a great question also, who is really paying the cost? And so, Wow, there's so many interesting points of view around this whole dynamic that we have in place around cost, around it either has to be you or me that pays for something because nothing is for free. That's the justification that many of us have and that is modeled to so many of us. Um, I heard uh, there was a post on social media that I saw a couple of days ago and it is a, um, a, a video of a lovely member of the house uh, in the UK. Um, she was giving a, she gave quite a, a dynamic and, and powerful um, presentation about her constituents. And she is quite young in, in the world of politics and political um, position. And She's also very capable, very savvy, and uh, it was very interesting, the energy that I was perceiving that was really active um, while she was doing her presentation and really while the video is played every time. Is it, it's, and it, a lot of this happens in the States as well. I know in every, pretty much every country there is a form of this. Um, talk about the disadvantaged, about those who cannot do for themselves, about um, the people who are not as well off, quote unquote. And it's always fascinating to me <clears throat> the different points of view that show up in conversations about that. And again, that has also some reference to the poverty line that we were talking about. <clears throat> and so I, I think one of the interesting questions that we could maybe throw on the into the mix of this is are we willing are we really truly willing to live from what abundance actually is and can be and i know abundance is kind of a woo word for a lot of people um and and on the show living well <laughs> the the well w e a l that i pronounce w e l l um, but it's kind of an acronym for the willingness to embody abundant living. And one of the things I love about my show is my show is like a really awesome best friend that I get to work and play and co-create with every day. And then we get to have this show on Fridays. And when we talk about the willingness to embody abundant living, I get the energy that it's not specifically about embodying rich living. It's not specifically about embodying living at a certain demographic or tax bracket. It's really about the embodiment of 
everything that is possible here on this planet, being cognitively aware and consciously choosing to express what that is in and as and through each of us. The willingness to embody abundant living, which is really interesting. (laughs) And yet it doesn't surprise me that this particular topic is one that the show asked me to bring to the table. So we have another comment. Uh, Carol is uh, having a little bit of a, it sounds like an aha. She says, oh, does focusing on cost keep us from recognizing and receiving the true abundance that exists? I could not have said that more brilliantly myself, brilliant Carol. (laughs) Yeah, I wonder what do we know about cost and value and abundance and what else is possible beyond any point of view or any story we could ever make up or any conclusion that we could ever have about the cost of something. And here's something I find really mind-blowingly fascinating is that pretty much everyone I know and everyone I have known and everyone I see, pretty much, not everybody, there are some people that I actually know who don't function from this, but the majority of people that I see and that I know actually function more from an energy of a cost of their own life and their own body than it being something that is an energy or could be an energy of abundance. And that is something I find endlessly fascinating. That there is this notion that we have a cost, that each of us has a price that we have to pay and has a value that could be represented in a monetary cost. Now, it's interesting that 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 exists at least to me it is, also relative to the fact that you actually do literally have to pay to get here, or at least someone does, in the way it's been created in this, what we call reality. If you look at it, there's a hospital bill when women have babies. There's a bill for that delivery, if you will. It it actually doesn't come from a stork through the chimney. <laughs> or the front door, (laughs) there is a cost that we have actually invented and applied to having a baby, to coming into the world. There is a cost that we have invented and created and applied to so many of the things we do and that we are. And in the world of capitalism, in the world of business and commerce, there is very much a structure in place relative to the country you're in that requires an exchange unit, a measure of exchange for the the work you do, for the product you make, for the product you sell. It's so fascinating to me that in every aspect of our living, we've actually created cost. And it's usually based on something we call value. And I'm also intrigued when I see on many of the uh, marketing brochures and whether it's online or hard copy, there's often a 
something like, you'll get this free gift and it's a such and such value. And I'm always kind of entertained. And it's, and it's not from a space of denying what that person is offering. It's really more from this fascination at the way we come to whatever this value is. And so what is the value of you that you might be defending for? And what is the value of you that you might be defending against? That if you would choose to change that, would allow you to create your life in an extremely different and quite possibly way more fabulous way for you. It would actually allow each of us to create greater if we were willing to come out of the defense of the value of us, whether we're defending for or against the value of us. Yeah, there's quite a bit of energy on that. And I totally get that a lot of us go through the schooling years and then we go to college. Many of us go to college. Many of us don't go to college. Um, Oftentimes, that's really relative to the money factor. And in some countries, there is education provided at no cost or very low cost. Um, That's not exactly the case here in the States from what I read. Um, there are ways to have grants, and then there are student loans, and then there are other ways of funding uh, school costs. And I do also read stories that many students come out of college with a minimum of 50000 to $70,000 in debt. Who is paying for this? And what is the real cost? that we have not yet acknowledged that is actually what is that energy? Hmm. It's actually killing us. Wow. Where are we paying for this with our lives? Where are we paying for our lives with our lives and our livelihood and our vitality? And what can we choose different here and now? And what are we willing to choose different here and now? Yeah. And I'd like you to sit with that energy and that question for just a few seconds. Keep breathing. And if you would, keep expanding. And just keep allowing this energy to move through. It doesn't have to fit you. It doesn't have to be yours. Let's just be aware of what it is we actually do truly know. We're going to go to break. You're listening to Living Well on A2Zen.fm. I'm so fascinated that we're having this conversation and so grateful, and we will be back in just a moment. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific 
on A2Zen.fm. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, at 613-800-8736. In the UK, at 033-0001-0625. By Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. <laughs> Welcome back to Living Well on a2zen.fm. I am your host, Keisha Clark. <laughs> oh my goodness, we're having a fantastic conversation today um, around the topic of who is paying for this? Question mark, exclamation point, exclamation point. I'm adding that because I really am so aware of how often this energy really comes into the world or is expressed into the world from the space of uh, having been someone who's offended and someone who is defending um, their point of view or their position. And <clears throat> before the break, we had kind of gotten into a really interesting area around what it costs to receive services, to give services, uh, and that actually we get into unit of measure for, or exchange for what what is our cost, what value we place on ourselves and on our services. And when I say this, <clears throat> I'm, I'm actually asking <clears throat> or inviting <clears throat> you to look at what it is you might have in place, what points of view might be lurking or hiding <laughs> in plain sight so often um, that are actually taking you into a place of reaction um, that has to do with your value. Um, a lot of conversations and a lot of uh, services are around the value of you, the value of your body. Um, yeah, okay, so let's take a breath. <laughs> There's quite a bit of charge. When we talk about the value of us, 
And there was an interesting comment in the, there's a lot of interesting comments in the chat room. One of them that kind of jumped out at me was um, about, uh, we were talking about the cost of uh, paying for an education. And then uh, someone shared, corporate America is creating highly educated slaves now. And wow, yes, lots of energy around that. Lots of interesting points of view around all of that. And what do we know? What is our awareness? And I perceive and sense there is quite a bit of time and money invested in what we call education. And what are we actually educating? Are we educating as empowerment? Are we educating to empower by and large? Or are we actually in training? What is your awareness? There's no wrong answer. It's just awareness. Um, there's also a great question. What stupidity am I using with the lies of cost I am choosing? Fabulous, Eleanor. Yeah. And when we talk about stupidity in the case of this type of question, we're actually talking about all of the places and the ways that we have made ourselves stupid, that we have chosen to be unconscious around this energy or this topic so that we don't have to deal with it, or at least that's sort of the, the position that many of us are taking from a place of not choosing to put our conscious awareness on the question. And in this case, we're talking about the questions of cost and value. And here's another question for you. Is cost real to begin with? Is value real to begin with? Yeah. Now, that brings up some very interesting energy and dynamics. <clears throat> One of the things I get is that a lot of people, the first place they go is we pay for things with the price of our lives. And so, yes, a lot of people choose to offer up their lives in payment of or in service of something or someone or many somethings or many someone in most of the armed services of most countries, that is the case for a lot of the people who enlist or who sign up. They are offering up their life. The possibility is very real that their bodies will be killed in the line of duty that they have undertaken, that they have um, chosen. So in some cases, we could, we could say, there is a, a point of view that, um, and for many people, it's very real and true for them. And what if we could honor their choice and not place a price or a value so much as offer honor and reverence to what each of these people are choosing whether they're choosing to be in an armed force and, and be in a service to their country or to a cause, or whether they are choosing to um, create an amazing program, or whether they are choosing to work um, 
with uh, such as in the education system. In many cases in the states, uh, that is a service. They're offering up their livelihood. A lot of teachers in the states do not make a great deal of money. It does not generate a great deal of money for them to choose the job they're choosing. So in many cases, uh, it could be said also, they're offering up a great deal. And often we say for something bigger than ourselves, I'm choosing this, I'm offering this up to something greater than I am. Now this brings up a very interesting energy to me and always has. And I'm just going to ask this question and I'd like you to just be with your awareness on this. Can there truly be anything outside of you that is greater than you are? And that is such a fascinating litany of points of view that is sparked with that question. Many of us are very invested in story that usually involves the notion that there is something that is greater and more powerful than us in our own lives and that has choice over our lives. And I will say, if that is the point of view I'm functioning from, that is what I will see evidence of. And what I wish to invite you to is being with the question, what if nothing outside of you is greater than you are? And it's not about muscle strength. It's not about the power of your physical body as much as it is about your knowing, your infinite knowing. Beyond your cognitive knowing, it's about all that you are created of and all of the knowing, the awareness, the possibilities that you bring to the table or in this case, to this place we call Earth and this reality. So what is that for you? And is there any exchange rate that could ever genuinely fully express the worth, the value of you? Or are these simply inventions that we create to function within the parameters of this reality, of this conceptualized, linear reality. So how do we be with that? Because there's also the stories of everywhere that different peoples and cultures have suffered massively under other peoples and cultures. And I wonder, what do we truly know beyond the story? And that question is not to make anything okay or to excuse the, in many cases, horrific acts or treatment that were perpetrated onto anyone at any time. It's more to bring up awareness. If we look at our first language as energy, 
our first language is energy. At least that's my interesting point of view. And that's also my knowing. The energy of something is present long before we give it expression, long before we give it definition, and long before we put words to it. The energy is present. So if you look throughout our history, pretty much every culture, there is this notion present, sort of woven through the stories and the chain of events that has to do with cost and value. And in many cases, in many cultures, throughout many points in our existence, there have been different peoples who have been made to be slaves, who have been put into position of slave labor. And what is that energy that comes up? That's very interesting. So again, I ask you the question, what if nothing outside of you is greater than you are? And everywhere in our history, in all of the lifetimes that we might have participated in any form of unkindness inflicted in defense of the point of view of cost and value being the primary factor in our life and our living, would you be willing to allow that to change? And would you be willing to be with your awareness in this moment that none of that is real and true? And I'm not saying that none of the actions that took place or have taken place or are taking place are not real. They're very real in this dimension. They're very real in this reality and in many people's lives in this day and age. What I'm asking you is if you would acknowledge or if you would be willing to acknowledge that all of the reasons and justifications for the treatment that has been inflicted upon many peoples and cultures and creatures throughout our history is actually not real. That's what I'm asking. That's what I'm inviting you to do to see, to choose. So what is possible and what is available to us if and when we are willing to acknowledge that? And does anybody get the sense that even as we're beginning to consider the possibility of that, for everybody who is willing to allow that to show them something more of their own knowing, do you get the sense of how it's already changing? And do you get the sense of how it's changing throughout the entire spectrum of what we call the timeline? What if you could change everything by making a different choice? What if you could change the energy What if you could be a part of the energy that dissipates where that pain and that betrayal and that anger and that rage and that wrongness has been held on to so tightly? What if you are already changing it just by considering the possibility that there is a different choice, that you don't have to pay 
for something, you can actually choose to participate. You can actually choose to offer something from the space and the energy of the abundance of possibilities you actually be. Is that light for anybody? Is there a lightness occurring? I'm noticing a bit of a lightness. (laughs) Yeah. What do we actually come here to do and be? Do we really come here to spend our lives and to spend a currency? And are we really so limited and small and definitively structured that we have to spend the energy of our lives to pay for something? Is that real and true for you? Really? Yeah. My awareness is that there's something very different that is actually true and very different that is actually possible. And this show, this conversation is not about your budget, your pocketbook, or your financial planning in a literal sense. Long before we get to the budget, the pocketbook, the bank account, and the financial planning, there is the energy of this point of view. Who is paying for this? And what if it's not about paying for it? What if it's actually the possibility of being present? as everything you are, as the immense gift of greatness you are. Every day, what if you showed up even for five minutes as that? What value would we be adding to our lives? Not the value to be measured in units of cost or exchange. The value the joy, the exuberance, the bliss, the value of being, the vitality of being. Are you willing to embody all of the possibilities of living way beyond having a life and way beyond something that you could pay for? And yes, in the way we have created this reality that we live in, yes. There are units of exchange that are required for many things. And what if the energy, long before we get to that point, what if we chose to change our points of view around that it has to be difficult and it has to be something complicated and it has to involve struggle if it really is worth something to really prove the value of us What if we could change that? Are you willing to call it as not real and true? Are you willing to see it as the invention that it is? It's an invention. Or let me just ask you, what is your knowing? What do you know? Is it real and true for you that cost is real? Or is it real and true for you that there is so much more possible and that even though in this 10 seconds you may have no words to put to it, you could choose to be present with the energy of it and allow it to show up however 
it can show up for you in this moment. Yeah. If that's a beautiful, sunshiny morning through the leaves with a breeze coming across the mountains or the hills, if that's a beautiful moment on the beach, if it's a lovely moment at a coffee shop with a dear friend, if it's a moment with one of your children or one of your animals or one of your colleagues or your comrades, if it's a moment that you find a $20 bill in the pocket of your jacket that you forgot you had put there, if it's a moment that somebody gifts you an amazing kindness with words or with a hug or with an acknowledgement, you know what? You got this. You can do this. And I'm acknowledging you have the capabilities and the capacities and you have way more at your disposal than you could ever imagine. So who is paying for this? Hmm. Everywhere we're defending against the cost that we have determined is real and true. Would you be willing to let go of all of that? And would you be willing to see and acknowledge for yourself the greatness that is available to you and that is available as you in this 10 seconds? So I wonder what we have changed and I wonder what this conversation will continue to change. And I wonder if you would be willing to claim, own, and acknowledge your part of this, your part in this, your contribution to this. And what do we really know? And what freedom is available to us now, if we're willing to choose it, that actually will change everything, that actually could change everything for us? That. Would you choose it? And would you choose to be willing to be living as, in, and from the embodiment of abundant living? Have a great week, everybody. I adore you, and I'm so grateful. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more?